0: What's up ladies and gents and welcome to another episode of Dual Senses a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two cents on all things PlayStation. My name is Alex Wolf and I'm joined here by the one the only Steven the Demon
1: Morrow. Hello. Uh, I real fast I wanted to say that I'm sorry for the for the lateness again. Um, it's, it's not because I had to poop this time. Uh, it's because of a dog sitting emergency um but he's a demon and because i'm a demon uh but Mm -hmm, that's common mm -hmm. knowledge at this point Uh, (laughs) so my apologies to you alex and to our audience it's all good it's all good at this point
0: we are consistently inconsistent But you you can (laughs) catch the show live each and every Friday night at 930 Eastern Time or whenever else we decide to just, you know, do whatever the fuck we want to do. If you can't catch the show live, by all means, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube a a day or so later. Of course, be sure to rate, review, and follow us wherever you're listening if you want the show. Show the show a huge level of love. Head on over to www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate where you can send as little as a dollar and we can put together the best PlayStation podcast we can. That's right. You like that? That's right. I edited that like half an hour ago. I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just fucking fix it. I'm sitting here in the basement cold as shit with a cold coffee.
1: With a cold coffee, a brick Actually, coffee. Actually, it's still pretty warm. Hmm. Oh, that's good. It's a good mm-hmm, mug then. Mm-hmm. I think it's from Starbucks.
0: Oh I'm saying, yeah, uh, yeah. Nope. Nope. Not from Starbucks. Oh. Not bad. Don't know where I got this thing.
1: Probably a gift.
0: So Same how you been? been buddy. <laughs> no, you go first.
1: All right. Okay, okay. Uh, I've been doing all right. I... uh I, I haven't been home in the past, like, three days, uh, except for, like, literally just, like, th- uh, like two minutes ago. The dedication. Um, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I was dog-sitting. Um, but it was fine. It was, it was nice, I guess. I haven't played very many games over the past few days because of it. Um, but I have thought a lot about playing games. So there's that.
0: Man. What a life for you. I thought about playing games. You know, honestly, I've played a little bit of video games here lately. Really? I recently got, yeah, just a little bit. I, I, I dabbled back into Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch. Okay. Um, The lady has been playing it, and I had to play catch-up because she was playing by oh, herself. Lady. And I was just like, I couldn't... Monster Hunter is one of those games where if I take a long cause, I have to be really, really motivated to jump back in. Like, I, because there's too much. Yeah. But... With it also feels like with each iteration of Monster Hunter that they simplify the gameplay, and make it really accessible. So getting back into this one, was like riding a bicycle, which was super surprising. Um, so there was that. Um, she is actually currently playing Kirby uh, with her sister, and that, I that looks like, that came out. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. It's really pretty, very simple. The game is really fucking easy. Like the highest difficulty setting that they have is the wild, which is like hard. And they're just kind of breezing through it. So there's that. Um, So if you got a little one and you want to play co-op because the game is fully playable in a co-op mode all the way through, pick up Kirby. Um, There's that. I I got some – I made a comment. I was in Target uh, two weeks ago. And we were shopping around, and every now and then I would look at the pops. I don't ever really buy any, but I always like looking to see what's out there, you know? And really the only franchise of pops I'd ever buy and own would be Yu-Gi-Oh! ones because it's not as popular, it's a niche thing, it's not like I can find a, a good, I don't need a massive statue, you know, a small little thing. Um, and so we were at Target and I made a kind of like, you know, she's like, you want to see if there's any, like, yeah, the only ones I want are Yu-Gi-Oh! ones and Target never has any. I don't think they ever, ever carry them. A lot of them are exclusives. She goes, what? No, we've totally seen some at Target. I'm like, we have never seen a Yu-Gi-Oh! pop vinyl at, ta- at Target. Here we are two weeks later. She has bought me four. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and she's very much only picking them up for me just to, to prove a point. And I'm like, I get it.
1: Yes, that's I actually, understand. <laughs> that's good information to know, though. So next time that you want something, just say something that's not true about it. And then she'll buy it for you to prove you wrong. Like, that's that's what you got to do.
0: But see, I, I don't. Got to game the system, Alex. You know how rare it is I actually, like, want something? Like, that's the biggest problem. That's another reason she does this is because, like, typically she's like, do you want this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I already bought it. Like, nah, I'm good. I just kind of ignore it. Like, if there's something I want, I, I just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am incredibly difficult to shop for. So, because <laughs> I, I, I just do the damn thing. Like, oh, yeah, I want it. All right, cool. Like, Christmas, my birthday, like, I don't give a shit. I probably already bought everything I wanted. Just, you can send me money or, you know, just say happy birthday. I'm, I'm good,
1: you know? Yeah. Stephen, mm.
0: steven yes, we don't have a massive show right now but we, we got some things to talk about mm-hmm. we've got some an update on the grand turismo fiasco um yes we do okay. we, we've got an update with that we've got um a, a new update um launching officially for everyone with the ps4 and ps5 uh ghostwire tokyo's launched and then we've got some big old fucking rumors with Project Spartacus. Steven, let's just kick off from the top with this Gran Turismo update. Um, let's see here. So Kazunori Yamauchi, president of Polyph- Polyphony, Polyphony, Digital, Polyphony. Uh, Polyphony, digital Creator of Gran Turismo, uh, put out a statement on the PlayStation blog uh, apologizing from for the debacle that was the most recent update and like the 24 to 48 hour outage of Gran Turismo 7 where you... Could only play maybe one percent of the actual game. Um, <laughs> some compensation in my case, zero percent. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was a fucking nightmare. Anyhooser, um there's a statement out there essentially uh, apologizing, saying, "Hey, we messed up." Um, there's some free money involved. There's some reworkings of how things are done. A bit more, ex- some explanation as to why they did some things. I'll let you kind of run the ball with this one because I don't play Gran Turismo. So, uh, so let's take it from the top.
1: I'm actually, I'm really glad that uh, this statement was made, because if you remember our previous episode, I I had some qualms with uh, the statement that was made, basically saying, uh, it, this is not a direct quote, but it was basically saying, calm your shit and wait, <laughs> um, is what uh, he said to, to their fans, uh, which I thought was pretty shitty. Um, And I specifically mentioned that they should do some kind of a thing, like some in-game credits or something, because the game was unplayable for 30-plus hours. Um, Unplanned. So, yeah. But, um, so to quote part of the the statement, um, so Kazunori said... I would like to apologize for the frustration and confusion caused last week with our patch updates, which resulted in not only a server outage, but also adjustments to the in-game economy, which were made without a clear explanation to our community. Um, And that's actually what I think is one of the the bigger or larger debated things was the changes to the way that credits and stuff worked in the game and Mm -hmm. rewards and stuff. Um so the fact that they acknowledged not just that they fucked up on a technical side, but also that they tech that they fucked up on explaining what was going on to the community um and and the reasons for the changes. That acknowledgement I thought was nice. Um that's what I wanted to hear. I also wanted in-game currency. (laughs) Um (laughs) because you know I'm I'm an entitled gamer. And lo and behold, once I uh get back in Grand Turismo Seven, I'm gonna have one million credits waiting for me. And anybody else who is affected has until April 25th. If you log in, you will receive one million in-game credits. So that's pretty cool. You so will have nice. also had to
0: have logged in before that post yeah. was made. So anyone yeah. like just I'm gonna buy Grand Turismo seven and get free money. It's not gonna work. Sorry.
1: Well also that would be a, a pretty stupid thing <laughs>
0: like <laughs> very much so. But I mean a lot of the uh, games do that though like hey we fucked up. Here's free credits to everyone just because it's it's easy like why not make it it's harder to limit than it is just give it away
1: but uh yeah so if you were affected by the outage uh you can log in and you'll have a million credits um but one thing that i appreciate about the statement is they go into detail about um future updates not just like coming very soon but also like a little bit further out into the future so um, I'm just going to go over some of them. It is kind of a lot, um, but in early April, they're updating Gran Turismo 7 to have increased rewards with events in the latter half of the world circuits um, by approximately 100%. So 100% more money um, to counter the lower rewards for earlier events that they did. Um Also, uh, there's going to be higher rewards for completing the circuit experience, which is basically like time trials uh, for portions of the tracks, increased rewards for online races. Um, They're adding like one-hour endurance races. Um, They're adding uh, an increase to the amount of credits that you can have in-game in your wallet, basically, Um, and increasing the quantity of used and Legend cars that are on offer at any given time. Um, And then throughout the rest of April, They're going to have a series of other updates that are going to add new cars, new course layouts, and other, like, little smaller fixes. Um, And then without a specific date, beyond April, they're going to add some larger um, features, including uh, more World Circuit events, um, additional endurance races and missions, including 24-hour races. Um, I don't know what that means. Does that mean a 24-hour long race or a big race that happens like once a day i don't don't, yeah when i read that too (laughs) i didn't know how to i don't know if it was a grammar grammatical thing
0: or if it was just the way i was reading it but i I imagine it's like a either an event or there's going to be whether or maybe there's a and it's only for 24 hours or they're going to have 24 (laughs) total hour-long different races
1: yeah, I, I, I doubt
0: we're going to see unclear.
1: a 24-hour long.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Thing there's people a, play for
1: a street 24 hours. There's a track in there that's like it's like 30 or 40 minutes to do one lap on um, I mean if if you drive like I do at least. Uh, <laughs> for it's like the German the Nürburgring uh, which is like a famous really long track anyways. Um they're also adding the ability to sell used cars. Uh, which is pretty cool. That's been in previous Gran Turismos, but now there's this. So it'll kind of have an in-game market, which will be nice. Um, so they've they've laid all this out. They've explained some of the reasons for their changes, um, specifically increasing the amount of in-game currency it takes to purchase a, certain cars in the game to reflect the real-world prices, but also decreasing the rewards for certain things. And they seem to be countering that with new um, missions, increased rewards, the ability to trade cars, and things like that. Um, so my question is: Is this enough? Um, and does this solve the problem? Uh, and I know you said that you don't really play Gran Turismo, but how do you how do you feel about this, Alex? Uh, I mean, from the outside looking, does, in. outside looking in. From what I'm hearing, this resolves the issue, like
0: or at least. It is enough. It's a good forgiveness. One, he ex- again, you got the credits, a million credits. Um, that's a lot. And you could buy a bunch of cheap, smaller cars in the game. Or if you want to just ball out and get one super luxury car in there, you can. Um, so you've got the the flexibility there. You also have um, the blatant thing, It's an apology. Um, my biggest thing from this, reading it last week, was it just seemed like a big FU, there was like no explanation, and nor did he offer to give one <laughs> when explaining yeah. us what happened. It was just like, hey, we're doing this. We broke this. And by the way, we're actually going like to just revamp this. Just understand we're like, – let us know how we're f- messing up, but just understand we're going to take care of this. And it's like, no, because for 48 hours, you weren't taking care of it, but now all of a sudden yeah. I just need to trust you because you told me to. <laughs> but at the same time, you're telling me to tell you when you mess up? Okay, here. You messed up. So that's I think that's fine. Is this a solution? That that's a hard question to answer right now, right? Because because we have a, a roadmap of what we would like to see, but we don't know if there's any changes, any hiccups. How s- we don't have an exact timetable. We don't have dates. And then on top of it, we may sit, those are those uh, metrics and those numbers. That sounds great on paper, right? But we won't know exactly how tedious. Or lack thereof, it will be until it actually hits. Um, this yeah. is more for you, right? How how do you feel? Do you feel like it's enough? Do you
1: do you accept the apology? Um, I I suppose I accept the apology. Um, I don't really care much for <laughs> apologies in general. Um, okay. I I mean I I appreciate apologies, but I think actions speak louder than words. Um, Mm -hmm. and I get the impression that the, the, the 1 million credits wasn't going to happen unless there was the backlash. Um, because otherwise the, the original statement, I feel like would have been the one that would say, Hey, sorry, here's a million credits. Um, but because there was such a visceral, visceral and loud response to the initial (laughs) update, uh, I think that's kind of why they're doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't feel strongly one way or another about the apology itself. I do like the million credits. I did specifically want credits in the game uh, because I wasn't able to play it when I wanted to play it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would have probably earned about a million credits during that play session, too. Uh, so there's that. Uh, now, the updates and stuff, all of this, I genuinely believe they were planning on doing all of these things. He sort of hinted at doing that in the first update, even though he did it in kind of a passive-aggressive way. Um, Also, this is very much so in line with previous updates for Gran Turismo Sport. uh, And, you know, the ability to sell used cars has been in previous Gran Turismo games. So all of that checks out. It lines up. um, All of these things are things that I expect anyways, like the new cars, new updates, the updates to prices, more missions and events and all of these things. That all makes sense. so that's good. As far as like the gameplay and balancing and all of that, everyone's concerns about the game itself seem to be addressed and the future looks bright for the most perfect racing simulator out there um, from a gameplay perspective. However, I still have some concerns about the um, online requirement because, I mean, this happened the first major update for the game. And the game mm-hmm. was unexpectedly essentially shut down and unplayable for 30-plus hours. Um, maybe this was just a, a, a fluke. Maybe this was just a, a one-time thing. But is this something that's going to happen now? Like, Is this something that I should be afraid of any time that there's an update for the game? Am I, am I going to be like, oh, well, I have to update this game, but am I not going to be able to play Gran Turismo for another day or two? Like, that's kind of shitty. Like, I I... think in
0: that case, if there is an outage of that scale, there will be more of a heads up. If at all. Like, if there's going to be another outage at all, there will be a heads up. I don't think, just because
1: they're aware, you know, now it's... Well, I mean, so usually whenever there was an update for Gran Turismo Sport, um, mm-hmm. They had pretty regular updates, and usually it would go offline for like uh, like an hour or two. Sometimes it would be like six hours, eight hours, but it was never like a ridiculously long amount of time. And yeah, they would give a heads up. They would say, we're going to be offline during these times, because that's when they're updating the game. Um, mm-hmm. But for it to be completely shut down in the way that it was before, like... They even mentioned that it was something that they they didn't see during any other testing. It was completely out of the blue. It surprised them, and they 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 shut down the game because of a security um, concern. They were afraid that it like something was compromised, and so they shut it down. And if that happened once during the first one, I'm wondering like this gives no reassurance that that's not going to happen again. The, no, the I think they didn't even mention that i think the practice i think it might be implied
0: you know hey we messed up we didn't see this if they are a good developer like that's the only way you can put it if they're a good developer they're going to be more alert and more aware of situations like this happening and focusing on ways to prevent it from happening again if it does happen again at that point polyphony is their credibility as a long-standing developer for PlayStation is gone. It's out the window. It's lost, period. So, I mean, 25 years of Gran Turismo doesn't mean shit if a situation like this happens again because that just like shows sure. the level of care that they don't have. So, that is that, kind of that's that's how I feel point. about it.
1: It's also, it's interesting to, to think of how one mistake... Can fuck up our view of a of a, an entire studio, um, uh, like I, I, I have a great deal. Still,
0: I think it's a scale of the mistake. I one a tiny mistake is one thing, but this was a big fucking mistake. Like that's it, a it, and with even if it was something that happened, it the timing and the scale. It happened not after, not even a month after launch of the game, mm-hmm. after critics have already raged and reviewed this game and said it was perfect and. More often than not, people have bought this game off the shelves because of those critiques and the positive uh, feedback the game has gotten, and then gotten this game and could not have played it for about two days. That, like, if it, again, if this happened three years down the line, it's it, that's a different st- story, right? Like, oh, okay, the game's out, you know, it, it, we it had a up three years from launch. No one's talking about it at that, that point, right? Except the people actually playing the game. Um, and it's like three years later, like, oh shit, I wonder what happened. Something must've gone wrong. This soon, this close to just coming out the gate, that's a different story. It's a totally different conversation. That's like, um, I mean, that's if Grand Theft Auto had launched back in 2013, Uh, or not even before then when did that i don't know was that 2013 when it came out on ps3 and 360 yeah
1: 2013 Uh, yeah 2013
0: um if that game launched and it was you know it got the scale of uh you know everyone loved it great tens out of tens and then two weeks after launch the whole fucking thing campaign online multiplayer the whole shebang just didn't run that game granted grand trees was a bit of a weird one right now with the fact that it's been almost 15 years and it's still pumping out money. Um, That game would not be as successful as
1: it was when it first came out. No way. Because people would have been pissed. That's actually, it's interesting that you bring up Grand Theft Auto specifically. Because here recently, uh, we had an instance where Rockstar released the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. And it was a broken disaster Mm -hmm. of a game. Like, it was disgusting how fucked up it was. Um, Like, to the point where it it, it performed worse than the original games. And this was, like, the original trilogy, um, like, on... 3
0: by City and St. Andrews. Yeah,
1: the original 3D trilogy, I guess, um, on PS2. And the games were performing worse in the Mm -hmm. alleged definitive editions. Um, and it was still the best-selling game that week uh, that still sold multi-millions of copies people still played it people on podcasts um, like very respected podcasts were even talking about how much fun they're having with the game um, and kind of excusing a lot of these issues um, but that game was a was a mess um, and then also at the same time um, like recently CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk uh, we see that and now, you know, they recently teased the new Witcher game. And people seem to be kind of, like, did we did we forget about what happened with Cyberpunk? Where it was basically an entire year of garbage. And, and that's um, the thing. So that how much then, of something like that
0: affecting, like, that's a perfect example, Cyberpunk. That game came out a fucking mess. And it went on a, close to a year later. That game has been on sale at least three times for $10 at Best Buy. And that was after it was confirmed the next gen version would be coming as a free update to those who bought the game. Like yeah, that. Game I, would, that's fucked up. So
1: that is fucked up. But I, I do think it's interesting. Like I don't think, I don't think what happened with Polyphony Digital and Gran Turismo Seven is anywhere near as disgusting, <laughs> in my opinion, um, as what happened with um, GTA. Uh, uh, no the CD Project Red and Cyberpunk um and oh, no question a, yeah and to a larger extent me personally i think um well maybe not to a larger extent but um Rockstar with the the Grand Theft Auto trilogy um and i am particularly upset about the Rockstar one because uh there's really no excuse like the Rockstar has a ridiculous amount of money um Ridiculous and the games were fine ridiculous. 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. And they literally, like, they, they could have just not released the trilogy for another year or two and they would have been fine. They chose to release it in the state that it was. Like, really bothersome. But um, as far as like the legacy of Gran Turismo, uh, I don't think this necessarily stains it. I think that the only thing that potentially could is yeah if it is a continued issue if during the next update the game goes offline because of a security issue um because of the online only requirement um like (laughs) the online only requirement is something that people complain about a lot but honestly not a lot of people who play gran turismo 7 are complaining about it um it's a lot of people who are kind of outside of it saying oh well this is uh drm which yeah online requirements that is a form of DRM, uh, like digital rights management. Um, but that's not why they're doing it for grand Turismo. They're doing it because they want to um, counter hackers and keep the game fair and competitive without um, without allowing people to game the system because it's such a very specific and particular respected online community within the game. Uh, so like that makes sense. But it's just scary to me that I spent $70 on a game that I might just not be able to play. Uh, You know, when I want to play it. And I think if you spend money on something and you want to play it, you should be able to play it. (laughs) But. True enough.
0: True words. Never spoken. Haven't been spoken. Whatever that phrase is. Who gives a shit? Anyway, moving right along. (laughs) um the ps4 and ps5 system software updates released globally on march 23rd uh we did talk about this recently was it two three weeks ago this was in beta beforehand uh so the update includes i'll go through this pretty quickly the ability to create or join open and closed parties on both ps4 and ps5 consoles uh ui enhancements to the game base and trophy cards uh accessibility features like mono audio for headphones um Accounts registered with the US or UK can test drive voice commands uh, to let them find and open games settings, much like the voice commands did on the PS4. Uh, there's some new pro tips in the control center, so the little game guide cards that were on the uh, game base beforehand. Now some pro tips. Um, what defines that differently from what the tips were before? The tips before weren't pro, I guess. Um, so there's well, that. that. Um, <laughs> so,
1: well, just to... <laughs> like, when well, I read this that, is I pro- that's the dumbest fucking thing i no, like, um, <laughs> This is I actually I checked this out. Um the Pro Tips is actually kind of like um like if you have like a like an iPad or a a a MacBook, uh, it's like the help center where they're like, oh, this is how you can use the system and take advantage of these features. So it'll highlight certain features and it'll there's like a little video that explains how to do it. So um specifically with this update they added like a thing that explains the voice commands it gives you an example of the kinds of voice commands you can do it it tells you how to um, enable that in the settings things like that so it's um it's like a it's like how to use your system and take advantage of the features and it's an option there in case you're more visual and you don't want to just go through settings and figure it out for yourself so that's what that is it's not game based it's System-based, like how to use the system.
0: Ah, okay. Well, moving up with that, the PlayStation app also updated to reflect the changes on the consoles. So, create and join, open and close parties, uh, and updated the game-based UI. Uh, Remote play also got a a little small update with dark mode based on the phone setting and screen reader for languages both in iOS and Android. Uh, Big thing, probably the biggest thing out of this. uh, This is also this is all detailed in the PlayStation blog post. Go check it out. Um, probably the biggest thing, and it's it's the biggest thing out of this, I feel like, and it didn't even happen yet, is yeah. the variable refresh rate coming to, the, to in a future update to the PS5. Uh, so this will uh graphical updates, more fluidity and gameplay in the future for those with a, an HDMI two point one cable and, and compatible television. Uh, so that'll be cool once it hits. Um, probably more details when that actually does happen.
1: So Yeah, that was a, a very popularly requested feature um even before it was the such a came thing out
0: thing to put in that blog post because it wasn't a part of the update and it like it it hasn't happened and we don't have a date as to when it happens that
1: was, i think I just it's just just because, that. because it, <laughs> i think it's because it was something that a lot of people were pretty vocal about um and i think they just wanted to be like hey don't worry it is coming we are listening instead of like Whenever there's an update or whatever, there's always that asshole in the comments who's like, "But what about this feature that is still missing?" And you didn't say anything. And now, now they at least said something about it. True. Um, True. So there's that. I actually, um, I, I actually really like the voice command um, feature that they added. It's a little mm-hmm. bit different from the PS4. Like this is a little bit more, um,
0: more like it's a little center. more in depth.
1: Mm -hmm. like it actually it talks back to you there's like a nice little voice and i like the voice um so it'll actually like it'll be like is this what you're looking for and now if um if you say something uh like let's say i'm looking for a game and i'm like um hey playstation find uncharted Uh, It'll now instead of just picking one thing, it'll come up with a list and then I can say, oh, it's the second one and then boom, and it'll take me to that. So like, it's a little bit more in depth instead of just doing one thing, it'll come up with options for you that you can choose. And I like that the voice talks to me. Um, I like that. uh, So the UI, um, I can't remember if this is new for this or if it was in the previous one, but the ability to pin things to the main menu of the PS5, like, the number has increased. But even still, like, oftentimes there's things that are just kind of hidden. And instead of having to go all the way to the game library, I can literally just be like, hey, PlayStation, I want to play a musical story. And then it'll just bring it up like that. Um, So it's just kind of nifty. It's a time saver. It's nice. Um, And then the voice controls, at least in the U.S. and the U.K., can be used to um, control media as well. So if you're, like, watching a video, you can be like, hey, PlayStation, pause. Uh, and, like, it's just a nifty little thing if you don't want to stand up and reach for the controller. I like pressing buttons. I don't know. I never like the voice
0: commands. I don't even use voice commands on my phone half the time.
1: Like, so I use voice commands specifically to find games because I hate having to find them in folders. And at least on my PS4, I had so many fucking folders. And on the PS5, like... It only has like 10 games or whatever on the main screen, and then everything else is in the game library, and there's no way for me to just jump to a letter. I have to scroll. Um and I mean you can search too, but what I say, can't you search? Yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's button. more button presses.
0: You press um, one button. Then you have to, no, you have to spell
1: buttons. you have to spell the thing. So you have to well, press a button. If you're searching by a letter. If you're searching just by a letter, you just you just press the letter G and boom, you got yeah, guardians of the then, Galaxy. And then I still have to fucking scroll. Anyways. The, the markings of a good UI is um, if from point A to B, it's the the least amount of input. And voice input is one input. And so it sometimes it's nice, it saves time, and I like using it to search for games. That's like my, my main use for voice commands in a thing is just so I can get to the thing without having to go through a whole fucking scavenger hunt. Mm-mm-mm. It is a nice well, voice, though. I will
0: probably never listen to it. Uh, following that, Ghostwire Tokyo has launched recently. I believe it was at the 25th that came through. It was sometime last week. It wasn't a was Tuesday early. launch, I don't believe. um Was it a Friday one? It, part of me wants to say it was a Thursday launch. Hold on. Because I, I remember <laughs> looking at the launch date, and I'm like, that was a random time to launch, but okay. Ghostwire Tokyo launched on yep March twenty fifth. Okay, so Friday, cool, right? Right. Hold on. Make sure I know. twenty fifth was yes. a Friday. That was a Friday. That was the past Friday it launched. Um, some some average reviews, nothing crazy. Um, and, and people are loving the art direction uh, and the design of the enemies, things of that nature. But the gameplay is kind of eh story is kind of okay. So you're seeing a lot of sevens uh in the ranges there. So I- I'm okay with it. I I didn't expect this game to be, you know, bombastic or anything crazy. Um especially as we saw more of the gameplay. I mean, granted, I looking at it, it looks like a total game for me. Like I'm yeah. ready for it. I don't need I like those
1: hand movements.
0: Yeah, I, I- am <laughs> looking like a fucking Naruto character like and then the little strings. And then the strings, it's like Doctor Strange. It's Japanese Doctor Strange. It's all I need. I- I'm here for that. Anime, Doctor Strange. Anna Strange. I like I am Strange. Mm. Stranger May. But yeah, check check out the reviews if you're still on the fence about it. But it sounds like it's a pretty good time. So even if you're looking for like a what? I think it's a... The game itself isn't like terribly, terribly long. The campaign is under 20 hours, I believe. So if you're looking yeah. for a good story, find a little time killer. I suggest check it out, just based off the numbers there uh, and my own personal interest.
1: I actually, I usually, whenever a game gets more mixed reviews, I feel like it's a game that piques my interest more, because, like, it just means that it's a little bit more quirky than other things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I think the game looks like a lot of fun. I think the world looks cool. And even if mm-hmm. the combat is a little bit repetitive, that was some people love the combat and some people said it was like just really yeah. repetitive. Um, but like that's fine. Like I if if the world is interesting enough and um then then that's fine. But also like sometimes games that are a little bit more mindless are great for like listening to a podcast while playing. So like I kind of split. Like sometimes I really love super engaging games. And then sometimes I just want like a mindless thing where I can go around, kill a demon or three, and just listen to a podcast. So, see, I can't do that. I I can't play a game and listen to something.
0: And I have to, the audio I hear has to be coming from the game. Otherwise, I'm taking out of the experience. I've tried it with numerous things, even like first person shooters. Like if I'm playing online, nope, it's got to be the game audio. I can't do it there i this is a common practice uh, that you do is people listen to podcasts when they're playing a game or there's another really grindy bit like oh, okay i'm just trying to do this to farm and you know level up my character or whatever and i'm just like nah i can't do it it could be the most grindy damn thing in the world the most repetitive thing in the world i i've got a, the only audio i hear is i
1: want to hear is the game audio i i'm weird I, mean, I think that's fine. For me, it very much so depends on the game itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, like certain game like I've been playing a lot of like weird wordy puzzle games lately. Like I just finished a a wordy puzzle game. I think it was called like cryptic or cryptode or something like that. Um, and that's very much for me a podcast game. like I'm just trying to solve a little puzzle while listening to you know NPR or something. but um for so for our audience, for our our audio listeners or anyone tuning in live. um, How about you? Do you play games with podcasts in the background? Does it depend on the game? Or are you like Alex, where you have to have the game audio be the main source of audio? Um, Write in at bemorethanfriends at gmail.com or you can comment under this video on YouTube um, or on Facebook or wherever. Um, Let us know how you play games and if you play them with Maybe music in the background, listening to a podcast. What do you do? Let us know. I want to know. And I'll share it on here.
0: Steven, it's time for the big meat. The big meat taters. The big meat. The big meat and the big taters. Steven, there's a lot of rumors swirling around. A lot of speculation. That.
1: We will get. Oh my god! I put the big meat on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'll put this back.
0: You done? Yeah. Yeah. You I'm unprofessional <laughs> The big meat. Any hooser? Rumor has it. Spartacus details will emerge to the public in, in, in an official announcement from PlayStation this week. So again, if you have not watched the show for the last two months, uh, Project Spartacus <laughs> is a revamp of the PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now service. Um, the most, the latest rumor that happened about a month or so ago was that there would be a new, a new three-tiered structure or payment structure for the game one being 10 13 and then 16 respectively uh, leading up to you have the basic tier being what your current playstation plus subscription is now then leading into the secondary tier which leads into some more titles available to stream um, adding which is more at playstation now subscription and then the third tier just being this one wasn't as clear cut if I remember correctly from the last time, And it wraps all of that in, but some more exclusivity behind it. uh, They didn't mention if that was going to be more retro titles being added on or uh, more exclusive free games or if it was just, you know, all of the – who knows? But uh, we're expecting to hear something here. Greg Miller actually tweeted out there are three rumors out, um, which is crazy to think because I've only seen the one, which is Spartacus, uh, being revealed this week. Greg Miller typically doesn't, pro, like, play, PS, I love you, XOXO, is delayed because of how much people are banking on the hearing an announcement. Coming from Greg Miller, from Jason Schreier at uh, Bloomberg, it, it's all but confirmed that we're going to have a big news week for PlayStation, uh, with Spartacus leading the, the charge
1: Industry, journalists, media people, basically. That have a lot of connections with Mm -hmm. PlayStation people in the industry. Uh, The fact that they're delaying the show, I think, is
0: yeah, all but confirmed. Like this, this has never happened before. Uh, Nor they ever really commented on something like this. Um, At least in Greg's world, I mean, he's—I've never, well, not that I could think of in recent memory where he said, "Oh, hey, we're expecting a lot of rumored stuff." Like he says it on the show that's it never even before or even even like hinting he knows some information i've never seen or heard before on on anything from kind of funny let alone greg miller himself
1: yeah um and i mean despite i while he he is known to sensationalize things um, yeah mm-hmm. i think i think that this is of note and i think that this is interesting um and like, even if it's just Spartacus, that big mm-hmm. deal. This is something, yes. I mean, we've we've talked about it, like you said, for like two months now. Um, I mean, even technically before we even heard rumors about Spartacus, we've been talking about uh, what's PlayStation's response to Game, game Pass going to be. Um, I feel like basically ever since we've started this podcast, we've been talking about Game Pass and how PlayStation is going to be able to compete. Um, so, yeah, even if it's just that, That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And if other things are being hinted at, um, where even if any one of those things, whatever the fuck they are, um, I I think in Greg Miller's tweet, he specifically says, if any of these three things are true, then this Mm -hmm. is going to be a very interesting week for PlayStation. Um, I wonder what the other two things are. Yeah, so I did some digging and I was wondering to see if there would be
0: any more uh, um, industry-type folk commenting on that or if there's been other talk across the interwebs about anything else. Um, Unfortunately, no. I didn't see a lot of verified sources at all really commenting, saying anything extra. Uh, The most I saw is a lot of people are expecting another acquisition, a big acquisition. Um, A lot of people expecting it to be either uh, Square Unix and Idos Montreal, um, Capcom, and oh, what was the third one? I sent it
1: to you. Can Kon- no? Um, oh, as far as like the third possibility was it God of War from software?
0: From software. Oh, from software. That was, <laughs> Jesus, that was the third studio. I was like, what is the third one? I can't think of
1: it. Um, those
0: a lot of people expect it to be one of those three. Um, what seemed pretty unanimous is A lot of people are expecting some God of War news, even like a specific PlayStation state of play around God of War. Um, I don't know. So here's my prediction on how this week goes. Tomorrow morning, we get a PlayStation blog post stating there will be a state of play happening this Thursday um, at, let's say, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Right, That'll be noon our time. So I expect we'll get Spartacus. That'll be the biggest chunk of it. We will get some God of War news um, and probably a couple of updates on some other games maybe i don't think we'll get a specific state of play for god of war yet it'd be really weird to have a specific god of war state of play but also talk about how they're overhauling their subscription services that doesn't make sense because at that point i don't think that's a st- i don't
1: that'd be that's two state of plays at that point that's not just one well, unless, <laughs> unless god of war is part of their plans for spartacus like if it's included possibly
0: in it uh, but i mean
1: like also, i feel like
0: Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, we also don't know what games are coming with PlayStation Plus for April yet. So mm-hmm. I think we'll get those. Um, with those two extra tiers, uh, if those, if it is a tiered system. We will get a lineup of games showcased um, in those things. So people know they have something to look forward to if they subscribe day one. Um, we may get some day one releases via that subscription service. I don't think there'll be anything big. I don't think out of war by any means. I don't think Sony is going to take the Microsoft approach to that, at least not yet. I don't think Microsoft even had that approach when Game Pass first launched. I think it took about a year before we got day and date stuff on Game Pass. And even then, I think it was more, we'll put these two exclusives on there. And then it became, we'll put all of our exclusives on there just to see how successful would the subscription
1: service be. So that's what I'm expecting. I think we'll have a state of play on Thursday. So I I do think that, I mean, from the sounds of it, there's going to be something this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's exciting. Uh, I also think if there's any kind of game announcement or game focus or anything surrounding anything to do with Spartacus, the immediate question will then become, is this game a part of Spartacus? Is this game mm-hmm. a part of, you know, PlayStation's Game Pass or whatever? Um, so I almost feel like they're not going to talk about any other game at all around Spartacus unless it is. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's that's what's going to suck. Uh, is From now on, like once Spartacus gets announced and once we hear about it, Every time anything ever happens ever again, in the same way that we see with Game Pass, the question is, oh, is it going to be on this? Am I going to be able to play for free? Is it going to launch on this? And because PlayStation is now in a position where, uh, again, whatever Spartacus ends up being, unless it's somehow dramatically different from Game Pass, it's going to be compared to Game Pass directly, and so they are directly competing with Game Pass. And so they're going to have to either meet them where they are or surpass them. Otherwise, it's going to be a disaster um, in terms of how it's perceived by the general public. And so, unless mm-hmm. Spartacus is mostly focused on like legacy titles and going, you know, backwards with backwards compatibility, or um, you know, like enhancing older games, like we've talked about PS One, PS Two, and even PSP games. Uh, being a part of the service is a big part of the rumor. Um, unless that's the bigger part, like the 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 bigger feature for Spartacus, um, then people are just going to expect day and date exclusives or games launching on, on PlayStation Spartacus or whatever. Um, so, I don't know. I'm kind of not looking forward to that being the, the never-ending conversation. But also, um, like I... I also I don't think any of the the surprises quote unquote the two surprises that we don't know about that are mm-hmm. apparently being talked about within the industry I don't think any of them have to do with God of War Ragnarok and the reason why is because I don't think that's big enough um, we already know that the game exists we've already seen it in gameplay trailers and even when they show like extended gameplay that's not out of the ordinary at all we've like I feel like the past couple months we've had a lot of extended gameplay looks at PlayStation exclusives and yeah God of War is a big game but I think we already know that the game is awesome like it, it's already going to be God of War um, so like I don't think that's one of these things that Greg Miller was hinting at in his tweet um, now in acquisition maybe there are still a lot of rumors about things like I mean we talked about this a few weeks back Um, or maybe even a month back now, like talking about like Capcom or Konami um being acquired and things like that. Um, but we've also talked about rumors about things like a Metal Gear Solid One remake or a new Silent Hill project. Um These are all things that you want. I I very much don't think we're getting those things. Well, (laughs) these are things that not only that I want, but there have been rumblings within the industry about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those, those are things where that would make a splash because those are things that have been rumored, but have not been confirmed and they would be new. So, um, I mean, basically I don't think God of war Ragnarok is going to be even a part of this unless it's a, it's in conjunction with a Spartacus official announcement and saying God of war Ragnarok day one,
0: that would be huge. Mm-hmm. I think what we'll see. I don't think we're going to get exclusives for free. I don't think it's going to happen. That's not in Sony's cards. Not the how they, that's not how they do things. I think we will see PlayStation Plus again, staying the way it is. I think we will get a PlayStation Now merger where we will be able to stream games on that library, and that's that. Like that, just anything that's on PlayStation Now right now, boom, you have access to if you do our second tier. The third tier, I think, we get more legacy titles for free. I think we'll see a discount, maybe ten, maybe fifteen percent, fifteen at the most, on PlayStation Studios games. That's it. I think we get that, and on top of that, probably some exclusive content like DLC. Um, you might get upgraded to digital deluxe editions. Who knows? Something of that of that sort for those games. I think we'll get that with this new, with Spartacus announcement. And I think with the Spartacus announcements, that's like you said, we'll get games that, tie, that tied to that. So God of War Ragnarok, will get a release date probably. Um, we're almost halfway through the year. We're through, we're through Q1, right? We're through all of the first quarter of the year. We don't have a release date for the biggest game of the year, arguably at all, but we've seen gameplay. And from the gameplay we've seen, it's solid. We even know that there's not going to be a third God of War in this trilogy, in this game, in this uh, series of God of War shit, if you will. Um, so, a release date's the only thing we're missing. I don't think people need to see a whole lot of gameplay yet. I think people are like, when's it coming? I think it'll be subscribed to PlayStation Plus or whatever to get 10% off or 15% off in this exclusive content. I think we'll get that. Hell, we may even see you get the game early because you're a subscriber. So we get these games three days early, right? Like we see it now with sports titles left and right. If you pre-order our game and you do it through this, you get the game three days earlier than everybody else. Um, I expect we'll see something like that. I, we will see everything under the sun but free games that are for new releases at least. I will be, If I see that, I'll shit my pants right there. I'll be mind-blown. If PlayStation starts giving away free... Can I hold you to new, that? I, 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 No, because if I can't force it, then I, I hurt myself and I'm in the doctor's office.
1: <laughs> All right, um, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Alex is going to shit himself live on DualSense. Just right there. Um,
0: so I think we'll get something along those... I think we'll get complimentary service to those games. Um, that That's the most I could see. I think God of War will be something we see um we may see a little bit of spider-man you know they're gonna they're gonna flash their big items right they're gonna the big hitters it is a 35th anniversary of final fantasy um is it final fantasy as a whole or final fantasy 7 hold on uh
1: it has to it, how many years did you say 35 yeah that's got to be final fantasy as a whole or are we um, are we old <laughs> i mean either way we're getting old but on, uh,
0: yeah okay final fantasy is a franchise so okay. i expect we'll either see more final fantasy 16 or we'll see part two of final fantasy 7 remake or both and we might get more information on final fantasy 16 and The reveal of part two of Final Fantasy VII Remake. That I could see. Um, We will see possibly Spider-Man, maybe Wolverine. Just little tidbits, nothing crazy. Um, We'll definitely see Forspoken. Again, that'll be a thing. Um,
1: These are your predictions for if there is a state of play?
0: If there's a state of play, we'll see. We we may see. They're probably going to advertise Ghostwire Tokyo because it just launched. And with prior games, we usually see something that's already been released, and it's just like, hey, don't forget, this just launched a week ago, kind of deal. We saw it with Deathloop, we saw it with Horizon Forbidden West, so on and so forth. Um, we may... I'm trying to think, what else is going on? Like, Like I said, we will definitely see PlayStation's flagships. If they're talking about how they're revamping their structure and their subscriptions, there's no way they're not going to talk about their flagship games, especially the ones that haven't come out yet. Like, that is guaranteed because otherwise you've got a flash like okay cool the service is happening why should i subscribe you're gonna get that attention with some kind of reveals. and a big again we're probably gonna see some stellar fucking ps plus titles for april too but like, you can't kick off this service and release shit right you've got to right. have you've got to have a january type month in april to kick this off. Period. It'll probably be a strong first-party title, um, a recent one as well. I'm thinking within the last year or two. Um, so it'll be something that's never been on Plus before. It'll be something that wasn't a part of the PlayStation Plus collection. Um,
1: do I have any idea what those games would be? Fuck no. Eternal <laughs> could be one. That's my that's if. As as a PlayStation Plus game for April, I think Returnal will be cool because it just recently got the update for free with the mm-hmm. uh, co op and Ascension. Um, Returnal's mm-hmm. been going on sale a little bit. That's um, true. And we know that Housemark is working on another game, uh, so this would be a good way to get people kind of introduced to Housemark. Um, and it's a PlayStation Studios game. I think Returnal mm-hmm. will be kind of like a big thing for them to do, but. Even Last still, was two multiplayer. I could
0: see that. We're talking that would, PlayStation Plus. That That's a mandatory thing to play online.
1: Wouldn't be surprised if we saw <laughs> for that to be bundled in with Spartacus. That would be that would make sense. Actually, mm-hmm. that would make sense. Could, we could see some kind of reveal on that. But like, I'm I'm just trying to think. Like, uh, fucking Greg Miller. goddammit. damn uh, That post has got me thinking because I'm like, it's got the whole. Him,
0: there's a fucking. Uh, article about on push square right now it got
1: the whole world thinking because he's never done that before like then like, to make to make a post like that it's making me think like all of these ideas of what i what i can think of um it's like i keep asking myself is that big enough like spartacus would be a big deal but like for anything else like i don't care about seeing more god of war i don't care about april's playstation plus games um like, I, I don't think those are going to be big enough. I don't think they're going to, you know, not individually. The industry. No, no, um, I mean,
0: well, not going like, to change the industry. You know, I think we'll, I think it's just a matter of it's just a big week for PlayStation in general. I, I don't think it's, we're not going to see anything game changing industry wise here.
1: No, because that's not been part of the conversation. Well, Spartacus would be game changing industry wise. It would be okay. Inherently. So then
0: that's that's all you need now. All you need is, so you make Spartacus
1: your headliner, everything else underneath it is supporting.
0: Yeah, everything. But the other, like,
1: for him to say that there any one of these three would be a big deal. Um, and to put like, we know one of those things is Spartacus. So they're being put on the same level. So I feel like that would have to be something like, like a silent Hill reveal with Kojima. Um, like something yeah. that level. Possibly. I mean, that's the thing we, we... Depending on what rumor he knows, and
0: he, he could be saying, Oh, this could be big, but the level of big could be it could be they acquired Kojima Productions. And while that would be big, it'd be like, Well, duh, <laughs> like that'd be cool as hell to hear, and it'll definitely spark the conversation. But at the same time, Kojima's first game out of the gate was with PlayStation. I mean, it's similar to Haven Studios. They haven't even put a game out yet, and they talk about how their first big game is going to be a PlayStation exclusive. So no fucking brainer when they were acquired last week. It's just,
1: okay, like, sure, yeah, all right. <laughs> That's been in development for, I think, two years now.
0: Yeah, so for I like mean, like a it's, year and a
1: half, at least.
0: And so it's just like, I, w- the news will be big, yes. The biggest news to come out of anything here is what Spartacus is, what we confirm Spartacus to be. That'll be the biggest news, hands down. Unless again, like they do a major, major acquisition on a big third-party publisher like Capcom, like Square, like From Software. That though, that'd be the only thing that'd be groundbreaking because Capcom, all of those play, all of those developers, except maybe From Software, have a strong foothold in just about every major platform out there. There's not a single person that really favors one over the other in any aspect except maybe from software because of bloodborne and demon souls everything else has been multi-platform their biggest player base is on everything but playstation with but from software square enix like yeah okay they love final fantasy on playstation consoles but i mean there's plenty of square games that have hit the switch and have never made their way to playstation and have even made their way to pc and xbox before ever coming to playstation if at all um Capcom, similar way. I may mean, have a big fucking fan base with Monster Hunter right now, and arguably the biggest one right now is Monster Hunter Rise is on Switch and PC, never coming to PlayStation.
1: Um you've got Devil May
0: Cry, Street Fighter. There's well, so there's also
1: there. Resident Evil, which is a PlayStation Legacy title, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and Resident Evil 4 VR. Um came out recently but mm-hmm. doesn't have a console version that would that would make sense for psvr2 and uh-huh. it would make sense for capcom to you know kind of cozy up to playstation when it comes yeah to i that. mean
0: we could see a vr2 release date
1: or window yeah but i don't see i don't know mm. uh, you want to know my prediction i don't think but that would be... mesh well Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear. We've been going on a crazy prediction. You ready? Say jumping flash. I'm hanging up. Not jumping flash. No, it's bigger. All right, let's even bigger than jumping flash. That's not saying a whole lot, but
0: oh Jesus fucking Christ!
1: PlayStation Home returns to PS5, free with Spartacus, and a PSVR2 mode launching with PSVR2 when it comes out this fall. This fall. That's my crazy ass prediction. PlayStation Home has been heavily rumored um, I mean for like a little while, but it's been like kind of ramping up. There have been like weird articles talking about how ahead of the time ahead of its time it was. Uh, there's been like strange things happening with like a lot of the developers um, that worked on PlayStation Home. Uh, recently, a, a studio was acquired um, that not only focuses on VR but has a lot of people who used to work on PlayStation Home in the studio. Uh, there's been a lot of talks about PlayStation um, wanting to do more live service things. VR Chat is um, probably the biggest game on VR next to Beat Saber. I think PlayStation Home. It would make sense. It would make so much sense. It would be such a big thing, and it 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 would. I I think PlayStation Home in conjunction with a Spartacus announcement. Uh, It would just, it'd be beautiful. It'd be absolutely beautiful. I think, pie in the sky, Uh, it it may not be the most probable. Uh, I think a Spartacus announcement, just at all, is the most probable. But uh, if we're talking big dreams come true kind of bullshit that would get the industry rumbling, I think PlayStation Home, right there. And I made a little banner so that there's physical proof so that when this comes true, maybe not next week, but sometime later this year, I can point back to this and I can say that Stephen Thomas fucking Morrow predicted that PlayStation Home is returning on PS5. Thank you very much.
0: It ain't coming this fall. Ain't no fucking way especially
1: if you're going to say it's launching with PSVR2, ain't no fucking way into this fall. But no, PlayStation Home launching with a VR mode when PSVR2 comes out. So like PSVR2 comes out later. But I feel it like it works with PlayStation Home. That's
0: I feel like if VR. you sell, if you put out PlayStation Home with PlayStation VR2, especially with the way you're talking about it, it makes sense if those things went hand in hand.
1: And you got to get the people there. You got to get them hooked, and then that way, when PSVR two comes out, it's like, hey, like, it's using using you me, love if, it can be even better so, with VR.
0: If it's so industry, if it's so you know industry prevalent and such a game changer, it's a selling point for VR two. You say you say home is coming with PlayStation VR two when you announce. VR PSVR
1: support... I don't think y- if. If PlayStation Home is a PSVR 2 exclusive where you need oh, PSVR,
0: even then, then it's, it's
1: doomed to fail.
0: No, I don't think it will be an exclusive, but you're going to want... The emphasis will be that you... I mean, you've talked about this with the metaverse, right? Like, you've talked how Home will be, especially in VR. You've. I don't think you've had a conversation in the last six months about PlayStation Home without mentioning PlayStation VR. You yourself. I would... It, you use Home as a selling point for VR 2. It's not an exclusive, but it's one of those things where it's better in VR. It comes, you get a little, you get the headset, you install it, much like how Astro Bot was the gl- a glorified tech demo, a fun one at that, on the PS5. That's how you introduce PlayStation Home. Sure. Yeah, you can get it for you can still play it and download it on your console without a headset or anything like that. But it's like, man, if you want to experience PlayStation Home, you gotta get VR too.
1: See, I don't. I I think that I think they would want to get it out before VR, uh, mostly because I I think that it would hurt them if it's a, if it's directly associated with VR too much, uh, because. Like, I mean, I don't think PSVR 2 is going to sell massive game busters. It's still pretty niche. It's still going to be, like, a very... It, I mean, it, it has to be a smaller audience than the PS5 audience. Like, oh, just for sure. Just because it's required yeah. for it. So, of like, um, you know, because I'm somebody who wants PlayStation Home to be viable and sustainable and future-proof, I feel like it can't come out alongside it immediately. Uh, just because then the associations will be there. But if you build up an audience or build up a a user base for something like PlayStation Home and get them to fall in love with it, um, and then you're like, oh, well, here's a way to enhance this experience. Here's a way to have an extremely immersive experience. And then while you're going around on your PS5 using the DualSense controller and you see other people with like these weird animations and they're flailing and stuff, and it's like, oh, well, they can do that because they're using PSVR too. So they're able to, you know, that person gyrating in the corner on that woman's leg, they're in VR. And I can only do the little emote that lets me do the robot. I can't have the smooth little gestures. Well, can't you advertise that? I mean, there's plenty of games where it's like, hey, like we're doing this and this is what
0: you do. But if you get the VR version, I mean, it's all just a benefit, right? Like, I guess, especially if, we, if you advertise, like, if you release it day and date, like, I don't think it's going to hurt it. I, I think... Home is already going to be a niche thing for people, at least out the gate. I don't think the everyday person is like, oh man, remember PlayStation Home? Man, that was what a good time. I bought so many clothes and I did so, like, it's just not a conversation. I think PlayStation
1: happening. Home speaks to more people than Elden Ring. I'm not uh, saying it I doesn't think... speak to more people. I'm saying it's not going to
0: fucking. I don't be think it's going to be.
1: I think it's going to be Gamebusters. I the the best-selling game in the past two years is Animal Crossing. I mean, outside of the usual big things. To be fair, though, Animal
0: Crossing has a pretty positive legacy outside of, what, Happy Home Designer?
1: Like... PlayStation Home has a positive legacy, too.
0: (laughs) The fuck it does? That game was a broken mess
1: for the first few years. No, but, like, the people who actually played it uh, they got stuck more than three years it. in the thing. Cause the first three years of that were ass. And as like so anyone, many, anyone it, looking back on PlayStation home now does so fondly, even within the industry, it was criticized when it came out, but I think yeah. it was criticized because it was again, because it was ahead of its time in the same mm-hmm. way that a lot of other things have been kind of criticized as well. Um, but like, anyways, uh, this is a larger thing. That's my prediction. Um, As far as, like, one of those rumored things being some kind of, like, spiritual successor to PlayStation Home or PlayStation Home returning or something like that. Um, Some kind of, like, PlayStation-centric social experience that creates a virtual community, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, Being one of those rumors. How do you tie that into Spartacus? Just out of curiosity. What are your thoughts on that? Well, because Spartacus is an online service. It's mm-hmm. you know part of what it is to have PlayStation Plus and things like that. So right. this would be it's it's an online experience where PlayStation Plus will be required. And then maybe each tier of Spartacus includes something for PlayStation Home. Like, okay. like you know, you get like in-game currency or um you get access to certain VIP areas, which is something that they did with PS Home. Or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you get your own apartment and club um, in PlayStation Home if you're the top tier. Like, there's a whole number of different things that can happen. But, like, that kind of an announcement, in the same way that you were talking about, like, Last of Us Online. Or, like, the you know, a new Last of Us Factions. Having that kind of an announcement in conjunction with Spartacus makes sense because it's an intrinsically online experience. And mm-hmm. it's specifically PlayStation exclusive. So, it's like, hey... Yeah. You already need to subscribe in order to um, play online, but look at this amazing exclusive experience that you can only have here. Okay. like right. that kind of thing.
0: But, That's fair. That makes sense.
1: But well, I do, I, I, I don't think that it's probable. I, I need that to be said. I don't think that PlayStation Home <laughs> is highly probable. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that. <laughs> Spartacus. Had a banner
0: and ready everything, ready to be the one that said it was going to happen.
1: Asterisk, not probable. <laughs> well, I think I think Spartacus highly probable. I think uh, some kind of uh, like m- maybe like a like a Silent Hill type announcement, or you know, like some kind of old franchise coming back that you know is quote unquote unexpected. That kind of thing is mm-hmm. relatively probable. I think an acquisition may be probable because there have been rumblings and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'd... PlayStation Home is like kind of lower down on the list. Kind of lower down, it's
0: probably bottom of the fucking barrel.
1: No, that's where Jumping Flash is.
0: Jesus Christ,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jumping <laughs> Flash, PlayStation <laughs> Home. There's there's your bottom tier.
0: <laughs> Anyhooser, ladies and gentlemen. We will see what happens with PlayStation this week. By all means, keep your eyes peeled. Stay tuned to any and all Dual Senses podcast. Again, this is Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two cents and all things PlayStation. If you're a fan of the show, you like this episode. By all means, give us a like, a comment, a share, a retweet, or what have you. If you want to see the show grow, make your way over to www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate. Hopefully, we'll see you this Friday. <laughs> that'd be great timing because you know thursday announced the thing and then we got on friday you know unless we decide you know we just decide to do something else and like and fuck it we'll do it on saturday morning you never know we're crazy people
1: (laughs) we are insane we are insane we're insane but until then see you guys next time thank you everyone love love love